Business, business, and entrepreneurship. Those are the conversations that we're having uh, this month here on I Am Live. Now, we today are focusing on how to strike a balance or how to maintain a balance uh, between your entrepreneurship life as well as your education. So this is no matter at what level you're at, whether you're in primary, high school, or varsity, which I think in varsity, it gets a lot more important and pertinent for you to learn to strike that balance because a lot of young people in varsity are actually building very big businesses. They're selling, they're building t-shirt brands, more serious businesses. Now, one of the reasons that we're having this conversation tonight is because we were focusing last week on high school entrepreneurship. What are the best business ideas to start in high school? And this is not to say that we were encouraging you to start a business at your school, but what we were saying was that if you're in high school, And only if your school allows, you can do it there. But rather what we were encouraging is that if you're in high school and you have, for example, a church that you attend and people have cars, you can offer to wash those cars. You can offer to wash them outside only or outside and inside. You can offer to clean people's shoes. Uh, you can offer to do people's laundry and deliver it at their houses, which I don't I don't know why not more young people do that, right? Run the errands of cleaning, washing people's clothes and then delivering it to their doorsteps. Like, I mean, all you'd need is a bike for you to ride to their homes and you're making yourself money for basically virtually doing nothing because you don't pay the electricity at home. (laughs) Your parents have to take care of that bill. Now, also do remember that we did mention the fact that if you're going to be doing business, then you have to make sure that you get permission from your parents. This is not something that you should do without their permission, especially especially if you're going to be using their equipment. Um, it would be lovely if your parents could support you at this because at the same time, they'd be teaching you important principles in life, right? Um, and you'd, you could actually run a business by... Of, of of doing or running errands for the people in your neighborhood. Uh, just make sure that you check, you consult, consult with your parents because this is not a safe world, guys. That's, that's very, very important. But what we're focusing on tonight is how to maintain balance between entrepreneurship and education. So building a business and still doing good at school. Um, And one of the first things to consider is make sure that you clarify your priorities. Just get your priorities straight. So this one, actually in any aspect of your life, you need to make sure what is number one. And if you you ever, let's say maybe it's during exam time, you make sure that the business comes second. Or if you know that exams are coming and you know when the exams are, make sure that you have a plan for that time and how you're going to be continuing to serve your customers. So I'm going to make this example, right? Let's say you are um, selling um, your, your washing cars um, for, for people at church. And they've agreed and you've you've spoken to the leaders at church and they have no problem with it and they've blessed you. Um, And you've spoken to your parents and they're good with it. Now, now let's say you've, you've been washing cars since, let's say, January or even during the holidays. And then February starts. And then now it's it's hectic test time at, at school. What I would recommend you do is that you find a friend who can help you. 
um, and you tell him, look, you're not going to be doing it the whole time if it's not what you're into. If you want us to do this together, it's fine because you you actually grow your business quicker when you have someone helping you. But you can have a friend who, uh, or even an adult actually, who does not need to be focusing on exams or anything, just help you during that time so that you can finish your exams. And then once they're done, you go back to your regular routine. Um, and especially during times of exams, I would recommend you apply the very same thing. Now, on a more general term, right? Uh, now I'm speaking in the sense of, let's say you are running your business consistently. It's not exam time. It's not semester test time. Um, you're literally just doing your business. You're Every time um, on the weekends you go, you wash cars at church, you make the money that you make for the week. That is, first of all, actually one of the first rules you can apply in terms of putting your your priorities straight, right? And what I mean is you can actually make your business be something you do only on the weekend so that it doesn't distract you um, from your studies. So that Monday to Friday, you are, you are solely focused on just school. And when you get home, you also just focus on just getting your work done. Um, and there's, there's nothing to distract you or keep you from doing your schoolwork because that's very, very important. It doesn't matter how good of a businessman you think you are. Uh, completing your studies is absolutely important, right? And it'll help you in your business. It'll help you uh, solve problems in your business and in a creative manner that you otherwise would have not thought of. Um, so that's the first approach. The second approach is make sure that you set apart time for your business and you set aside time for your schoolwork and your school projects and assignments. So you always say Monday to Friday, from this time to this time, I'm solely focused on the business. And then from this time to this time, I'm strictly focused on schoolwork. I get home, I sit on my study desk, I turn on my desk lamp, I play some lo-fi music, and I simply concentrate on the schoolwork in front of me so that I can grow through that, right? So that I can grow through that knowledge um, and, and, and actually grow mentally and become competent in the, in the business world, in the future, even if you don't end up becoming a famous business tycoon, even in the working environment, you really do need to be academically competent uh, for you to be able to offer any kind of meaningful value, um, especially if you want to earn a good salary. That's very, very important. So first rule is make sure that you get your priorities straight. School comes first then the business after. So whatever business it is that you chose to do, whether you chose to wash shoes, uh, run errands, do shopping, grocery shopping for for people in your neighborhood, um, you know, walk the do uh, pets uh, or take care of pets, babysit people's pets or pet sit. I don't know if it's called pet sitting or dog sitting or cat sitting, whatever it may be. Um, and make sure that you go on to YouTube. If, if you ever start any of these businesses, go on YouTube and take some tips on things that you should be careful not to do because you'll definitely make or through watching those um, tips on YouTube, you'll avoid a lot of mistakes you would have otherwise made. Now, um, another thing that you should definitely do, especially for those of you who are in varsity, uh, make sure that you choose the, the right classes. Um, if you at all can uh, make those decisions, make sure that you choose classes that also allow you to um, um, still do your business. I'm not trying to say that you need to study something in business 
uh, because in my experience, this is my personal experience. I'm not really sharing this as something you should you should take as gospel. Um, I found that doing business in, in varsity didn't or high school didn't really help me um, in terms of understanding how business works. Um, I don't know. I, it might depend on what school you're in. But unfortunately, the literature tends to not be as practical as how business actually works in the real world. Um, so you don't really have to take business classes per se, but just make sure that your choice is also maybe try to structure your classes in such a way that it doesn't interfere with the business that you're trying to make. I mean, for those of you in varsity, you can actually choose to have night classes if you are mobile enough to attend those classes and able to attend those classes. You can have, attend evening classes or you can make sure that all your classes are early in the morning so that your afternoons are free and your evenings are free to do your studies, studies whereas your afternoons are free for you to do um, your your business. So keep those things in mind. Um, also with you guys in, 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 in high school and primary, just make sure that you 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 know that school ends at this time right which is something that i mentioned in the first point school starts at this time it ends at this time if there's anything you can do about it make sure that you 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 think carefully if you want to go and do let's say extracurricular classes like play the piano or take evening e e after school classes or weekend classes or anything like that. Make sure that you try to work with your parents to structure everything in such a way that you can still do your side hustle, right? I, I hate using the word hustle, especially because of how much of a bad connotation it's become. Uh, but in truth, in truth, it is still a, a, a hustle. Um, and hustle in itself is a good word. It's just developed a very bad uh, connotation around it. Um, and make sure that you plan. You need to have, um, I, I would say, daily plan or even if you can do a weekly plan, it is so important. I know not a lot of us like sitting down and actually creating a plan, but even if you can have a to-do list, it'll really, really help you prioritize um, and help you structure things ahead of time, right? Um, and make sure that you can budget your time, that I'll be spending this much time here and this much time there, this much time here and this much time there. One very important thing, which maybe I might talk about a, more a bit later, I'm not sure, but one very, very important thing is make sure that you you rest, guys. Like, um, you know, when you're in the in the in the gist of it, you don't realize just how much rest your body needs. Um, make sure that at night when it's time to sleep, get your eight hours of sleep just because you're running a business and just because a business is bringing in money. It's not worth you sacrificing your business, your your health. I mean, it's not worth you sacrificing your health and it's not worth you um, um, sacrificing your, 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 your sleep. Now, when it comes to health, I also mean it in twofold, both your sleep and in terms of your diet, eat well, um, especially for those of you in varsity, because I've been in varsity and I know how easy it is to end up living this takeout life or this life of just eating noodles because it's so convenient or just toasting bread and putting butter. Trust me, guys, you don't want to reach 30 and find out that you have high blood pressure or things like that. So try to make sure that with the assistance of your parents or whoever is there to help you, try to make sure that you prioritize eating healthy and getting a good night's rest. 
rest so that you can get up the next day um, and, 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 and do your business. And, and also another thing that helps is having daily targets of how much you want to make per day. That really, really helps because you won't feel guilty for turning down some customers and telling them that, can I please do it tomorrow or next week? Because I'm already done for the day. If I do any more, I won't be able to manage physically and I won't be able to spend time with my family. Those things are still important, especially if you're still studying. Those things are very, very important. Uh, make sure that you don't don't sacrifice your social well-being and your physical well-being and mental well-being at the cost of building a business. So that's the thing. So also another thing that is so important, right, in terms of just building uh, a good business is make sure that you treat people well, maintain good relationships. Um, and, and this will also help you <clears throat> have that balance because whenever you, you, you speak to a customer and say, listen, I'm in class, I can't do it right now, they will understand because they know it's you. You have rapport with them. You've been treating them well. They won't go to another customer because they, or to another business because they want you to do it. They, 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 they literally only want to accept your services. And that's a very, very good space to be in. Trust me, it's a very good place to to be at um, yeah so do give those thoughts it's a few points you can literally if you haven't um, managed to write them down remember that we will be podcasting this um, so don't stress too much don't stress too too much it is the month of july and throughout this entire month we are talking about entrepreneurial enterprises entrepreneurship and uh, the thing that we're talking about this evening is something that lies very close to my heart and that is education uh, never sacrifice education or it's actually education versus entrepreneurship never sacrifice education for entrepreneurship um, you are being educated for a specific reason and I think that you need to understand that being at a high school you are educated to get uh, to obtain certain life skills and certain basic employment skills in order for you to be a better employee or employer and you need to take the quality time and the quality of education that has been given to you through the circumstances of high school in order for you to become a better entrepreneur. Now, having said that, I do know a lot of entrepreneurs that do not have any degree whatsoever, right? But they are quite wealthy and they're making a, a lot of money with their, uh, with their businesses or companies that they started. But I would like for you to... To have, If it was possible, I would have had discussions with these people and recorded them in order for you to actually hear the fact that they said they wish they studied further. Now, what I'm trying to say to you to the, with regards to mentioning that is that there are people that are wealthy that do not have any degrees, but they would tell you that if they had a degree, they would be even more wealthy. Um, and I would like for you also to understand that why are we talking about wealth and what is wealth? And, and that, uh, to a certain degree, I think that we we have, as Christians, this common mis misunderstanding that wealth is uh, is bad. We should not want to be wealthy. We should not want to have uh, be rich in actual fact. That's what the Bible commands. But the rich and the poor and the righteous and the generous is something different in the way that the Bible understood it as the way that all the people in the Bible, biblical times understood it as a way that we currently are understanding it. 
wealthy people in the Bible were not necessarily people that were of high social standard. They obviously were of high social standards and they had a good social status and, and upbringing and the likes. But however, they are wealthy because they were stingy. That's one of the things that differentiates them from, from I think, our modern day understanding of it. Uh, when they, the people in the biblical times were wealthy, they held their money for their own benefit. They never gave generously to the people around them. And also something very interesting to note, that if you have a look at Paul's letters, it's the same as with the book of um, Proverbs, the same as in the book of Psalms, you would notice that righteousness in the Bible is often equated to being generous. Righteousness is equated to, uh, in fact, Jesus makes the same, same um, pronunciation in Matthew chapter 6, I think it is about, I can't remember where, but it's Matthew chapter 6 and Jesus makes the same pronouncement in which he says, do not let people see your righteousness, what your left hand gives your right hand should not know, meaning that when you are righteous, when you are generous, when you are giving, right, it is all similes to Jesus, it's all the similar thing, it's all metaphors of the same type of person, whereas the wealthy then in other hands would be unrighteous and meaning it would be ungenerous. Right. Now I've went off on a tangent that it's not necessarily something that I would like to share but or, or that I ties in, but it's something that I do think we do need to understand as well. Now with regards to education, there is not a price that you can put on education that would equate to it being less of value than money or wealth. When you have education, you always, always, always will be able to further your life you would always be able to further yourself right uh, i know a guy that that's he's quite wealthy as well he knows how to work with money and he knows how to run businesses and the likes and he always makes the statement that when he's entering a conference room or he's entering a discussion or a chat or whatever and he's the smartest and the wealthy smartest and all the wealthiest person in that group he would immediately tell himself that I'm standing in the wrong group. Um, I won't be able to learn or be educated in this group. And then he would remove himself from it and he would go to a different uh, conference or he would go to a different discussion group or something where people are talking in, in order for himself to continuously be educated. Right. Um, you at all stages need to educate yourself and be further educated. I know people that um that as i said earlier on that's very wealthy and they don't have any degree to their name but i also in fact i think i know more people that left high school at an early age never finished their grade 12 never got the matric certificate and that they aren't wealthy now not at all in fact they are quite actually struggling financially um because you can't get employed because the basic um it's sort of like a, a basic condition of employment in south africa uh, is that you need to have a matric certificate now i do realize that you are able to generate wealth uh with or generate an income generate an entrepreneurial enterprise without matric however i don't think you would be able to grow it to the potential that it has if you do not have matric i do firmly believe that you lack a basic skill which is necessarily even if education is not something that you desire to have but the, the skill of being persevering the skill of 
pushing through with something is not as easy as you thought it might be. That is what's actually being, that's part and parcel of what's being taught at school. You persevering, you going through the motions even though you don't feel like it, you not enjoying it, but you need to sacrifice certain things in order for you to obtain that which you want. That is part of education, that's part of the educational system in South Africa, and that is actually just part of schooling, right? Now, remember that schooling costs money. So if this is uh, something that you are actually considering leaving your degree or leaving the studies, leaving education versus to start your entrepreneur, remember how much has been invested in the school or the university that you consider quitting and see if you are making more money than what you you or your parents have spent the past year or the past couple of years for you to reach the level of education that you currently have. I believe that if the enterprise that you want to start, if the entrepreneurship that you want to start is not able to give you more than what you've invested in your high school or um, meaning your monthly school fees in high school or university, I would seriously doubt whether you need to leave that job, uh, leave the education and start your entrepreneur enterprise. You can at all stages, and I firmly believe this as well, go to school, go to university and Start running your entrepreneurial enterprise. Start becoming an entrepreneur. You can do both the things. We are blessed with 24 hours a day. Unfortunately, you will start sacrificing one for the other, but don't quit one for the other. And that is where I would like to end my view on tonight's discussion. Yes, absolutely, Shal. Do not quit one for the other. That is such good advice. And I think that's the heart behind the conversation or discussion that we're having tonight, that it is important for you to understand that you should not and you do not have to uh, quit um, um, ent- education for the sake of entrepreneurship. In fact, you also don't necessarily have to quit entrepreneurship for education unless you're in or doing a business that it doesn't seem to be yielding any fruit and it's actually costing you, you more money than it's making you. That is something that we sometimes, especially if you're, you're a person who is un- uh, in a business inclined, Um, You don't want to admit when a business is just not working out, especially if you've put so much energy into it. Uh, That's another thing that I really, really want to encourage you to do. Always look into the effort that you're putting into building the business that you're building and ask yourself and have an honest conversation with yourself. Is this still worth my time? Um, That's a very, very difficult conversation to have um, because sometimes it's actually the answer is no. Um, And then you're going to now have to admit to yourself that, you know what, maybe I should move on to the next thing. This is a failed project. And the thing that you need to acknowledge is the fact that that is okay. There is absolutely nothing wrong with admitting that you have a failed project on your hands. It didn't work out the way that you planned. And it's not always your fault. Sometimes it's just that you missed something and it'll click later after you've even shut down the business and built a successful one uh, right after it. The thing to um, acknowledge, remember, is the fact that it's normal to fail at business and to learn and to learn how to do the next business better based on the lessons you learned from the previous one. Um, I know I've, I've, I've built something and for years, I'm talking for 
well over a decade. And then I had to look back at it and be like, you know what? Nah, this isn't working out, fam. <laughs> it's really time for me to let go and focus on other things that are more fruitful, that are more likely to, to grow, that are more likely to produce fruit. Um, so definitely do keep that in mind. And remember to not uh, beat yourself up. Don't be too hard on yourself um, in that regard. And, and, and I'm sure, I'm sure that eventually you'll start to reap the benefits of all the sacrifices that you're making. Uh, because in as much as I was, I was, we were talking about the fact that um, you should remember never to sacrifice relationships, never to sacrifice your studies. That's basically the conversation we've been having, which is a very important one. You will have to make some sacrifices while your friends are out hanging out, you know, or watching uh, cartoons or playing video games or sitting and having a good time socializing. You will be busy washing cars, walking dogs, running errands, um, you know, doing the neighborhood deliveries, you know, from one household to the other, whatever the case may be, um, you will be busy committing yourself to that. And that that is time sacrifice that you otherwise could have used sitting down, chilling um, and having fun times with your friends and with your friends and family, mind you, uh, because sometimes we just want to chill and play board games with our family or just play video games with our siblings and have conversations with our parents. Um, and unfortunately, it doesn't. A business tends to take those moments away from you, uh, which is why it's important to remind you to just have moments where you, uh, um, you know, sort of like go rest and hang out with family, even though you won't have them uh, be able to do that as often as you possibly as you used to be able to. But do remember to set aside time for that.